Hi, welcome to Ready to Scale Season 3. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I'm a real estate investor, syndicator, and operator of multifamily properties. And in this season, we're going to focus on dialogues that drive success. Building real wealth is not a fairy tale nor rocket science, but there's so much to learn. So grab a cup of coffee and join me each week for in-depth conversations with successful real estate investors. Conversations that are designed to help you drive your wealth, investment, knowledge, and lifestyle to the next level. And of course, you can always go to my website, elliperlman.com, to read more about investing passively in multifamily. Hey, welcome back to High Achievers series. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host broadcasting from Providence, Rhode Island. Today, I want to talk to you about a kind of painful topic, why investors keep overpaying on properties, even at this stage of the cycle. And it's interesting because we definitely see this on the single family home market, but also in the multifamily market. And I want to address that because this is something that a lot of investors are basically wondering. And I want to share with you as a buyer, as an investor and owner and operator of multifamily properties, we have seen things that we haven't seen before. I've seen a 1970 property in a strong market in Atlanta, but it's still a 70s vintage, means that it's going to come with a lot of deferred maintenance, you'll have to create a pretty significant CapEx budget to resurface the parking lot and taking care of exterior paint and other things. That was sold at around three and a half cap rate, which is, you know, we're getting closer to a three cap, which is what we're used to seeing San Francisco and New York and Los Angeles. These are, you know, the two to 3% cap rates that I stayed away from because it has a really, really strong impact on cash flow. And so what we see is we see real estate, specifically multifamily, being sold at all-time record prices. And I've been having a lot of conversations with brokers who are literally telling me in all 20, 30, even 40 years of experience, in all my 30 years in this profession, I've never seen anything like that in terms of the number of buyers that are in the market, in terms of the prices that are being offered. I know of some sellers that were so stunned about the amount of money that they were able to send that they were questioning whether this is a true offer. So it's really, really competitive and it has been for a while, but now these are, this is a new reality. And I want to talk to you about why investors are doing that. There are many investors, many groups out there with different strategies and some strategies make sense more than others. But generally speaking, when I'm talking about overbidding, I want you to understand that just to get an asset, that's not the right approach. Overbidding is not being conservative. And you need to be conservative when you see other groups going crazy after assets. You make money when you buy, not when you sell. And you have to buy right. You need to buy in the right market. You need to buy at the right price because it will be very hard to make 
positive cash flow. If you're overbidding, if you're overpaying, it's going to be hard to make any profit on the back end when you're selling the asset, because if you bought it at three and a half cap rate and you're selling it at five cap, your NOI needs to be really, really high compared to the NOI at purchase in order to generate any profit. It's just simple math. So you have to buy right. Now, when I say overbidding or overpaying, that happens when you either buy above market rate or when you buy at a lower cap rate than the market cap rate. So the first category is when you buy above market rate. When we're looking at assets, we're actually looking at sell comps. So we're looking at the last six, maybe 10 months worth of comparable sales, sales within one to five mile radius. We're looking at similar vintage with similar amenity package. And we're looking at the price per door, which is generally speaking, should bring you around the same number that you're paying per door. So if the market rate per door is 150 and you bought an asset at 200K, there got to be a good reason why you've done that. It could be that the NOI on this property is much, much higher than the market's NOI, but otherwise you might be overpaying. The second category of overpaying is when you buy at a lower cap rate than the market cap rate. Now, if the market cap rate is 5% and you're buying it at a four cap or four and a half cap, then you're buying at a lower cap rate, which means that you're basically buying an asset at an inflated rate and it's going to be very hard to get any cash flow. So this is basically how you will be overpaying for an asset. Now, investors, they're still overbidding when they should be more cautious. There are, I would say, four to five reasons why they do that. One reason is that they have a 1031 exchange and they're on the clock. So when you have a 1031 exchange, it means that you sold a property, let's say another office building or multifamily asset. You have, once you close, once the transaction was completed and you sold the asset, The IRS gives you 45 days to identify the next asset. And then you have 180 days from closing to actually close on the new asset. And when you do that, you can defer capital gains tax and not pay them, especially now when the Biden administration is increasing the capital gains tax, then investors want to use 1031 exchange to defer the capital gains tax because once you basically swap assets for like-kind assets, then you don't pay capital gains tax as long as you keep the money and reinvesting the money with the 1031 exchange, then you don't pay capital gains tax. You do pay once you decide to pull the money out. So basically, when you have a 1031 exchange, then many groups, they're doing a very basic calculation. They say, okay, Ideally, I would like to get 6% cash on cash on this deal, but I'm willing to get 45 or 5% cash on cash because if I'm only going to wait for a deal that would generate 6% cash on cash to me, I may not find this deal because there are other 1031 exchange groups that are competing and other investors. And if I'm not going to identify an asset within... 45 days from closing, 
I will need to pay a very, very high capital gains tax, which means that I'm going to lose a lot of money. So I'm good with getting slightly lower returns and offer a higher price and get you know, lower returns that I would want than to pay capital gains tax. That's, I would say, one of the main, main reasons why groups are overbidding. And because there are rumors about and assumptions about the Biden administration basically changing 1031 exchange, maybe canceling. I don't think it will be canceled. It, it has been there for a hundred years, slightly over a hundred years. I don't think it's something that is just going to disappear. You have to remember those are passing the rules. They also own real estate and they don't want to pay capitalist gains tax as well, but the rules may change and it might be harder to make that move. So a lot of groups are rushing to do 1031 exchange now before the rules change. That's one of the reasons why you see investors overbid in a time that they should be more prudent. Now, that's basically reason number one. The second reason, some investors are novice, they're inexperienced, they may not know how to underwrite deals, and they may think that a certain price is justified. Maybe they didn't do the right market analysis, they're not looking at the right sell comps, and they believe that an asset is worth more than it is. The third reason why investors are overpaying is because maybe they're optimistic. Perhaps they think that they can push occupancy to 98%, even though historically, in the past five years, it has been 92%. Maybe they're optimistic when they think that they can charge $250 in premiums when historically the current owners have been struggling to even raise rents by $50. Now, I'm not saying it's not possible. I've been there where the owner was struggling to increase rents and we got there, we were able to increase rents by 20 and even 35% with the right management team. It's possible, but it's not always possible. So sometimes if an investor is optimistic, then what they see in their performance is a very high return, but they're being slightly optimistic and that can lead to overpaying. And of course, the most common reason, reason number four, is that a lot of investors are way, way, way too eager to close a deal at all costs. So there are a lot of sponsors that need to pay the bills and they need a deal. A lot of investors that are, you know, the money is burning a hole in their pocket and they have to place the money somewhere and deploy it. And so sometimes investors and sponsors making the wrong decision, by the way, they're too eager to close the deal. And they know that if they're going to offer a higher price, they'll be able to get the deal. And that's the fourth most common reason why investors are overbidden now instead of being more cautious. So I hope that that gave you a little bit of information on what's going on in the market right now. Don't overbid. Be prudent, be conservative. It always, always pays off. The best deal you're ever going to do is the deal that you've never invested in. So very, very hard to salvage a bad deal. The right sponsor can definitely do that, but it takes time, dedication, and a lot of experience to be able to do that. That's all for today. Slightly shorter episode, I believe. Be bold, be great. Keep moving forward, and I'll see you on the next episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.